on a not-so-very-special year-end celebration episode of the Sports Mules. We discuss the college football playoffs, sweating through our favorite hoodies like we have malaria, are Kinder Buenos the new cocaine? And we all listen to Eric make a podcast where he tries to entertain one person for three minutes who doesn't even like the show, and then waste everybody else's time for the next 30. Wake up, Mules Nation. Time to dig in. Welcome to the season one finale of the Sports Mules. As always, I am your horrible, terrible tour guide through the sports world, Eric Heiner. However you're listening, whenever you're listening, thank you for making this show a part of your day. We are recording our 12th episode, which is 11 and a half more episodes than anybody ever really wanted or asked for. But here we are. What a great time to be alive. Um, You guys have absolutely no idea how many times I've had to record this fucking intro. Like, what was that, 30 seconds? You know how many times I would have done that? It's insane. I can't use words. I either had too much coffee or not enough coffee this morning. I'm not sure how it works for me. But either way, I finally got this part out, so I should probably stop before I screw this up and have to do it all over again. But I hope everybody had a wonderful holiday season, whether you're religious or not, whatever you did. Uh, I hope the fat man was happy and uh, and good to everybody's family and yourself, uh, whether you uh, you know were out and about. Uh, buying last-minute gifts on Christmas Eve uh, for some unknown reason, or, uh, you know, just having fun with uh, friends and family, uh, playing uh, mildly inappropriate games in front of minors, whatever it happens to be. I hope you guys uh, had a good time. I've had a very uh, strange up-and-down uh, week, week and a half, 10 days, two weeks, uh, year, uh, 47 years, whatever. Uh, but I hope you guys have had a good time uh, and enjoyed yourself, like I said. Uh, it seems, uh, you know, holiday season, it's always a big time for multitasking too, right? Because you're, you're working and you're finishing up work and then you're going to parties and you got to buy gifts and then you got to wrap gifts and then you find out, I don't have any tape. Uh, and then you can't remember where you put any of the boxes. And it just, it just becomes a lot. And so people who are really good at multitasking, uh, kudos to you because it, it really... It really is a, a rare and underappreciated uh, uh, ability to have. So I hope you got everything done in time. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the end of the year. And, you know, I really wanted to end this year. I really wanted to end 2023 the way I started it. Just having no clue of what's going on or where I am or what future uh, direction I should go in. But, hey, here we are. So, you know, in worst case scenario, just sit back relax, put on some comfy clothes, right? Put on some comfy pants. We've discussed that before, sleeping in your car with some comfy pants. Just get in your back seat with your comfy pants. Um, and also, you know, put on, uh, you know, a, a new favorite hoodie that hopefully isn't stolen by anyone. Wink. Um, yeah, just relax. Hopefully you don't get super crazy sick out of nowhere and start sweating through all of your clothes um, like you have malaria or, uh, you know, uh, outbreak is, is, you know, your patient one. But as long as you're okay now, that's what, that's what really matters. Um, but yeah, it's just been a, a very long year. It's been a long year, and we've reached the end. So we should all be proud about that. And, you know, sometimes you just, if you have to, get away. Take a little vacation. Um, 
and just reset yourself. I've looked at some few places to just get away for a little bit, maybe a long weekend, maybe a week. I do have nine weeks of PTO. I do have to use at some point. Um, but yeah, just, just get away. Uh, I, I've, I've been thinking about Arizona. Get out there. You know, you're kind of out in the desert. You can just kind of let yourself, you know, let your mind go for a little bit. Maybe if you luck out, you come across a tribe and maybe get some peyote and just zone out from Earth for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, it's, you get out there, you get some sun, you get some heat. It's a dry heat, so it's okay. And uh, so maybe Arizona. And it's got great initials, AZ. Who doesn't love those initials? Um, so we'll, uh, we'll get into everything here in a little bit. But, again, um, I hope you guys did have a good holiday. Hope you guys are ready for the new year. Be smart, be safe, um, and, and just, you know, enjoy yourselves and, and be thankful for the time with the people that you have time with. Um, cause it can be scary. Sometimes it can be, it can be scary. It's not as scary as, uh, laying in your bed and in the middle of the night, hearing your cat get sick or, uh, you know, the realization that you have to find your birth certificate that you have no idea where it is. If you have it, if it exists, do I exist? I don't know. But some of those things are, are super terrifying. But we'll get into the show here in a second. I'm trying to do a better job uh, this week. Uh, my PR rep uh, did not like the last episode. So, uh, you know, I have to do better. And I will do better, right? We take, we take feedback and criticism here. It's okay. It's how we get better. So we'll do our best now to get uh, get going in the right direction. So... If anybody who wants to hear sports, get ready. Uh, for all of you who want to go uh, take a nap, well, I guess also get ready. So, uh, yeah, here we go. So I uh, I think I realized to some extent what might have been my problem starting off this show, right? I wasn't, I won't say I wasn't mentally prepared because I'm never really mentally prepared. Uh, but I, I didn't, uh, I didn't have, you know, my, my Kickstarters here, so sure you can hear that uh yeah so i didn't have any of my kinder buenos so i'm gonna fire one of these in here real quick it's like i'm like popeye in my spinach except it's not healthy and it's uh a kinder bueno not a sponsor yet wink um and if you don't like me hearing or, or for you well i hope you like me hearing i like me hearing but if you don't like hearing me eat um I don't really care. Again, it's my program, and it's just some more ASMR for you. So, um, but yes, so there's my, uh, God, I wish they'd sponsor me. I would eat these until, like, I was diabetic and then ate more and then fully came out of being diabetic to go back into it. Damn, they're good. Anyway, so the real reason none of us are not here to listen to me is uh, college football playoffs, right? There's a lot of other things going on in the sports world, but end of the year, this is all right. anybody really cares about, right? We still got a couple more weeks before we got the NFL playoffs to start. Some teams are having struggles, whatever. Uh, we'll we'll cover that in another episode, maybe. Who knows? Um, but right now, the the big focus is right. It's bowl season, right? This is what matters the most. So, the New Year at six that we have going on, the big matchups. We'll get into the final four. We'll get to the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl here briefly, but we'll start off with the rest of the New Year's Six, which 
traditionally, uh, you know, these these have always been the marquee bowl matchups. They're the longest ones or the oldest ones, uh, minus the Sun Bowl. I can't, you know, I, I can't believe that nobody wants to go to El Paso, Texas, uh, in late December, early January. But so these bowl games here in the Peach Bowl in the last couple of years has really moved up uh, in prominence here. But so we'll cover the 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 other non playoff bowl games to start off here. So it all kicks off Friday uh, with the Cotton Bowl. We have Missouri and Ohio State. Uh, Missouri is getting three points. So, you know, everybody's looking at this and saying, well, this is kind of a close matchup. And, you know, I, I think everything that has gone on at Ohio State in the last couple weeks, um, you know, and, and the transfer portal and people already saying that they're leaving. I, I understand this matchup being at this level where it is now, right? Basically, it's not push, but it's pretty close, right? And Missouri had a great year. And they were kind of above and beyond what people were expecting from them. It had a super successful year. And, you know, here we go. We, we make it to the Cotton Bowl, one of the big boys. Uh, I, I still think Ohio State is the better program. Uh, whether or not with everything that's gone on, if they're the better team right now, I don't know. But I think that they have a deeper bench than Missouri has, right? So if Missouri, right, they have a fantastic year, but if they had lost the amount of people to either transfer portal or preparing for the draft that Ohio State has, I think they would be in a world of trouble. Where Ohio State, it's not great that they can lose all those people. I rhymed, I didn't even try it. Uh, That they can lose a number of key players but still be successful because their bench is deeper uh so i i'm gonna go with uh ohio state on this one here i'm even gonna i'm even gonna circle it i'm even gonna circle it and uh so we'll we'll check back after uh on the next episode to see exactly how terrible i am and i mean picking games terrible not human being terrible that's a whole other show uh so Cotton Bowl, yeah, I'm going to say Ohio State on that one. That's Friday. And then Saturday, we're treated. We have uh, two big games. We have the Peach Bowl first, uh, which starts at noon, where we have Ole Miss versus Penn State. We've discussed it before, where uh, Ole Miss seems to be one of these that they're always really high and always doing really well uh, in the SEC. But when it comes up to teams that are as good or better than them on paper, they struggle. Um, and Penn State is kind of the same way, right? Penn State, you, you pencil them in for 10-2 and two every year. They're going to beat everybody, but they're going to lose Ohio State and Michigan. So this one here is, uh, is a key matchup for both programs, right, to show going forward, hey, where are we, who are we, and how do we stack up to actual good competition? You know, are we going to come in here and, you know, just go down in a, in a, in a dumpster fire or are we going to stand up and and be the program that we think we are and that we keep telling our recruits and our supporters and our alumni and and everybody that we are who's going to show up Penn State is giving four and a half so again you know uh, Vegas and everybody is trying to say 
Penn State is a little bit more of, of the better team, probably based on defense. But Manny Diaz has left, right? He's off to be the uh, Duke's new head coach. So he's gone. Uh, they brought in the old head coach from Indiana to be their new D.C., but again, right, because of where we are, there's nothing they can do. So we'll, we'll see how the planning has gone with the interim defensive coordinator and, and how this offense is going to be. But going forward, I think Old Miss is the better program stability-wise because, you know, they, they're set where they are. They just have to finish better. Where Penn State, right, Franklin's kind of on the hot seat for his just thanks for making us a good team, but I don't know if we're ever going to be great. Offense has been terrible this year. They fired him. Defense was what helped them be competitive. He's gone now. Um, you know, are they making the right choices, and, and can they be, you know, successful and take that next step going forward? Ole Miss has a better opportunity than Penn State does. But in this game, um, and where I live, I have to go with Penn State because if I don't, uh, some people will probably come after me. So uh, we'll circle that one. So right now, uh, Big Ten 2, SEC 0. Just going where we're at right now. And then uh, later in the day, we have the Rose Bowl to end it off. The Rose Bowl, or I'm sorry, the Orange Bowl. Uh, orange, rose, color, fruit, fruit, flowers, whatever. Uh, The Orange Bowl, which is Georgia versus Florida State. So the two teams who thought that they deserved to be in the final four who were not voted in, not selected in, are going to play in the Orange Bowl and kind of make their claim that, hey, you were wrong, we should have gotten in. I think Georgia has that mindset. Florida State, on the other hand, uh, does not. They have had so many kids who have already entered the transfer portal or have just decided to not play because they feel they've been snubbed. Um which is, you know, the new world order of, uh, you know, I'm going to take my my ball and go home, um, have really put their program and their teammates at a disadvantage and really kind of screwed them over. Um, I I understand everybody has to make their own decisions as far as health, career, finances. Um, I understand all that, but to not do it because you're just upset that you didn't get voted in um, is, I think it says a lot about your character. And if anything, instead of saying, all right, I'm going to come in here and show that these guys are wrong, you're just saying, well, screw it, then I'm out. And it shows um, in the point spread. Georgia is giving, giving 19 points. 19. I didn't stutter, at least on that time. 19 points. A team that is a two-time national champ, lost one game in the SEC championship and didn't make it to the final four versus a 13 and 0 ACC champ who didn't get voted into the final four, right? These are still basically your top six teams, right? This is five and six right here. Um, for Florida state to be getting 19 points because of injuries, transfer portal, 
people opting out for the draft, people opting out because they're mad. Um, I think that really says a lot about Florida State and the program. That this is where you've allowed it to. This should have been you. You're saying we should have been in the playoffs, but we didn't, and now we're 19 point underdogs. Yeesh, that's not good. So uh, for the first time, I'm going to give uh, SEC. There you go, Georgia. Georgia's going to win that one because Georgia's going to show up and uh, be irritated and ready to go. And uh, Florida State, apparently half the school will be uh, at home on their couches watching the game. And then the final uh, non-playoff game, the Fiesta Bowl, which is our highly anticipated, right? And it's January 1st, right? These, The last three big ones, right? Fiesta, Rose, and Sugar are all on January 1st, right? Good old, old school, like it used to be, January 1st is bowl day, right? They're here now. So Fiesta Bowl is uh, Liberty versus Oregon. And just to to make a a slight comparison here, Georgia and Florida State, right? Top six teams, five and six in the nation. Wanted to be in the playoffs, thought they deserved to be in the playoffs, didn't get in. Five and six. Florida State is getting 19 points. Liberty, a pseudo-online school, versus uh, Oregon and Nike University, Oregon is giving 17 points. I'll let that sink in again for a second, and I'll say it again. Florida State is getting 19. Oregon is giving 17 to Liberty. People think that the Liberty-Oregon game is a better matchup than the Georgia-Florida State game. Uh, people. Um, yeah. Oregon, because I'm dumb, not stupid. So in case you guys noticed, uh, like I said, Friday starts everything off. we got the Cotton Bowl on Friday. Uh, we have the Peach and the Orange Bowl on Saturday, the 30th. Uh, and then the Sunday is the 31st, because again, math, that's how days work and numbers work. Uh, Sunday, there are no bowl games because it is NFL day. So they have, uh, you know, the Monopoly on that day so nothing there and then but much what i prefer anyway uh monday we get you know new year's day and uh, you know the big bowl games so we finish off with our final four right the rose bowl and the sugar bowl rose bowl starts at five o'clock on friday or on, on uh excuse me on monday our alabama versus michigan and it is Michigan is giving a point and a half, which essentially in, uh, you know, Vegas terms is kind of a push, right? It is close to a push as you're you're really going to get as to them saying "Eh, anybody could win. I will, you know, I'm not going to deny or lie or hide it. Uh, I am a, you know, Roll Tide supporter. Nick Saban supporter, really more than anything. Um, So, and I think Harbaugh, again, right, he he struggles in these situations. This is year three now that they have made the playoffs. And in the first previous two seasons have been just smacked around. And, 
you know, the the first year they went up against uh, Georgia. Georgia eventually goes on to win the national championship. Um, and they just basically humiliate and make Michigan look like fools. Last year uh, is the beginning of, uh, you know, uh, Spygate or Cardgate or whatever you want to call it. And they have, they go down big against TCU, uh, fight back. And then, uh, uh, you know, if anybody remembers the game, the last two minutes of the game, the just absolute, well, not actually before that, right? Because he is not, he wasn't using timeouts. Clock is running. He's wasting time. The play calls are terrible. The decision-making is terrible. Like just the worst, like four or five minutes uh, of college football that you can imagine offensively from a playoff team, uh, you know, who thinks that they deserve to be, you know, contending for a national championship. Just the worst decision-making I've ever seen in my life. And lose there. And then this year they come back. Michigan has, you know, obviously a phenomenal year. They're number one team in the playoffs now. Uh, you know, beat their rival, Ohio State, again. Uh, soundly win the Big Ten Championship. And are back here contending again. But is anything going to change? Their defense is great. And their offense is good because their defense is great and gives them the ball a lot and lets them be in control a lot and puts them in great field position you know, along with their special teams, but mostly it's their defense. So, And now they're going to go up against a Alabama defense uh, that I think they're going to struggle with offensively. They're going to have problems with. Uh, you've given Nick Saban three weeks or so now to sit back and look at everything you do, that's never a good thing. And if the offense uh, for Alabama runs like they did the last few weeks, I know everybody talks about the Auburn game, uh, but that's it's that's a whole other creature unto itself. But the offense is clicking. They did a phenomenal job against probably one of the best defenses in the nation uh, certainly this year, but if not it, within the last 10 years, one of the best defenses uh, in the SEC championship game against Georgia and were able to kind of do what they wanted as the game went on. So um, I know uh, the SEC started out 0 for 2 here in my picks, uh, but the last two uh, have been definitely in their favor. So I have to do it and uh, I got to go roll tide on this one. So I, I, I just think that they're a better playoff team. I think Michigan is probably the better team overall, but I think in this situation where you have Nick Saban, who, you know, this is just another year for him, right? This is just how Alabama works. Um, I think he knows how to prepare for these moments better than Jim Harbaugh does. So I'm going to go with Alabama on that one. And then the nightcap to end it all and set up the uh, the national championship game. Who's going to punch their ticket in the Sugar Bowl? Texas versus Washington. Washington is getting four points. So, again, as it should be, it's kind of a pick em, but a little bit more of the edge goes to Texas. Um, and I don't think at this point location doesn't 
doesn't matter anymore. You know, people who say, well, they're in the Sugar Bowl, they're in Louisiana, and they're closer to Texas, it's going to be a Texas crowd, and how well does Washington, you know, travel on that? Washington actually travels very well, um, but I don't think that the location is a bonus to Texas because it's Texas football. Like, you were getting people anyway. It's like Steelers fans, right? It doesn't matter where the game is or who it is or when part of the season is. You go to some games in the NFL or watch some games in the NFL versus the Steelers in a away game. You're like, is this in Pittsburgh? And I mean, this is this is Texas football. It's it's a religion, right? So, I I think for this one as well, it somewhat comes down to experience and being able to be prepared and get the most out of your guys when you need them the most. I think Washington is probably the better team, um, slightly, but I think Texas is, one, going to win the game, but I think Texas will be better prepared for this environment, this matchup. This is what they've wanted. This is why they hired him, Steve Sarkeesian. This is why they hired him. This is where they're working to. This was the purpose. And they did what they needed to do all year. Um, to get to this moment. And I think that they will be better prepared because Steve Sarkeesian has been in these situations before as head coach in big games, as offensive coordinator. He was at uh, Alabama for years. Um, He's prepared for this environment, right? He knows the schedule to do things for your players, to keep things normal for them and and how things should be. Washington is trying to figure a lot of this stuff out as they go. So, I, I take Texas in this game um, for a lot of reasons. I, not simply talent, right? Both teams are highly talented. Uh, both schemes, offensively, defensively, special teams, uh, are very well done and we're about, we're very well planned out and organized. But I think Texas gets the edge in this game because of the ability to have people on the staff go, we know how to do this and keep this as normal as, as humanly possible. So my new year six, right? Peach, Ole Miss, Penn state. We're going to go Penn state, cotton bowl, Missouri versus Ohio state. We're going to go Ohio state fiesta bowl, Liberty versus Oregon. Uh, You know, just do it. We're going to go with Nike and Oregon, Uh, the orange bowl, Georgia and Florida state. I, I don't know what the, number of people on the Florida State sidelines is going to be. Um, Hopefully it's at least 22 to 30. And uh, so we're going to go with Georgia on that one. And then the the final four, the big big two, the Rose Bowl and the Sugar Bowl, Alabama versus Michigan. I'm going to go Alabama. And then Sugar Bowl versus Texas. I'm going to go Texas, which if anybody, let me do some math here. Let me, uh, where's my, where's my assistant? My assistant is gone. He's walked away from me. Uh, we're going to go Alabama, Texas for the national championship game. Uh, you know, we'll have a, a rematch of, oh God, when was that? 2008, somewhere around there. Nick Saban's first, uh, national champ at, uh, at Alabama. Could this be, I'll, I'll just say this now cause I'm thinking about it and this is how this program works. Stream of consciousness. If the national championship game is Alabama versus Texas which was the matchup for Nick Saban's first national championship at Alabama. If he wins it, 
does he retire? And then his last national championship at Alabama is Alabama versus Texas? Hmm? Circular? The end is the beginning is the end? Hmm. I'm a great host. I'm just saying. Provocative questions and topics. So those are my picks. Alabama, Texas in the national championship game. That's what I'm going to go with. Tell me what you think. Tell me if you agree. And, uh, yeah, hook them horns. Roll Tide. Well, that's all for today's episode. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. I hope it was thought-provoking. Uh, I hope you go out and buy uh, some Kinder Bueno and uh, write them some letters to encourage to take me on as a sponsor and send me free stuff. Um, I just want to say, uh, you know, for the end of the year here, um, you know, I know we, we started late. Um, and like I said, this being our 12th episode. But I do really appreciate everybody who's listened, um, who has talked to me about it, who has given me feedback, uh, positive and negative, or just, you know, wh- whatever it happens to be. I really do uh, appreciate it. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. Um, I hope you guys did have a good, new, uh, good holiday season. I uh, hope you end the year right and start the, the new year uh, correct as well. Uh, be smart about it. Um, if you're out there, uh, and you're having, uh, you know, you've had, you've had some drinks, uh, you know, just call an Uber or, or, you know, call somebody to, to get you home safe, right? It's, you know, be responsible, uh, because you do have people counting on you out there. Um, you know, thank you to all of our servicemen and women around the world, uh, who will not be home with their families and even the ones that are home with their families. Thank you for what you do, especially the ones, uh, abroad. Um, thank you for everything we do. Uh, appreciate you guys. And and I think about you all a lot. Um, like I said, it's uh, earlier to start the show. It's been a, um, it's been an interesting, uh, up and down a few weeks for me and, uh, some, some sad news the other day, but, uh, I had a a very uh, good friend uh, tell me that it's, you know, although it's, it's difficult, you know, they, uh, you know, some people get to be together again and I can't argue with that. So uh, thank you to the person that gave me the advice and uh, to the people who are gone. uh, Thank you for everything. We'll miss you. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to uh, make you guys proud still, but. Uh, not to end on a downer, right? It's Happy New Year, right? It's Happy New Year. It's new beginnings. It's refreshing. So, uh, you know, I hope 2024 brings everybody success and, and happiness in, in whatever pursuits you're going with, whether it's uh, career, uh, family, love, whatever it is. I, I hope, uh, you know, 2024 brings you everything you want. Um, and, you know, I think the every year people make resolutions to change themselves right new year i'm gonna do this i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the gym or i'm gonna eat better or i'm gonna you know help the homeless or i'm gonna actually uh you know pet my cat more whatever it happens to be you know a lot of people have resolutions to change themselves you know th- this year maybe your resolution to should just be to be yourself right embrace who you are uh you know change the negative things but also be happy with 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 who you are so uh, you don't always have to change yourself. Maybe you should just be happy to be yourself. And, uh, you know, tomorrow is never guaranteed for any of us. Um, so make every day, uh, you know, the best day of the year. And, uh, 
you know, tell those that are important to you, uh, that you love them, spend time with those that really mean something to you. Um, and, you know, just be open and honest with people. It's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, people try to hide things. Just be open and honest. But yeah, if you care for somebody, spend time with them, tell them you love them. Because, uh, like I said, tomorrow's never, tomorrow's never guaranteed. Um, but again, thank you for everything. I really do appreciate it. I'm excited for the games this weekend. Uh, it's my favorite time of year. Uh, just bowl games and the tradition that goes into it. This is, I think, we, we've discussed in other episodes where college football now has become its own business, and uh, you know the old school traditions of what it used to be are dead. But I think this time of year and these bowl games is the the last remnants we have to enjoy what once was and uh, just be kids again for a little bit and enjoy it so thank you everybody enjoy your weekend be safe be smart right don't add to the population don't subtract to the population uh if you uh, end up in jail uh you know assert dominance from day one enjoy good luck happy new year we'll check our results on the flip side dig in go mules Thank you.